my parents are the most amazing humans that I know. Like, nobody's parents beat my parents. I'm sorry, everyone <laughs> out there. Like, um, I have the best. <laughs> I have to contest that, Terry. <laughs> Colombian Influence. We are super excited uh, for today. We will be conducting our first interview. So we will be joined by our coworker and friend Elise here in just a few minutes. This will be one of many interviews. We keep having connections all the time. Mm -hmm. I know you just had one at your yoga studio. Yes. Oh my gosh. It was amazing. It was, I think it was, it was last night actually, right? Yeah. Today's Wednesday? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I clean at one of the yoga studios so I can get a cheap membership. And my first week on the job, my coworker that I had, like that I'm cleaning with near the end of the shift, we were talking about podcasts and like how cleaning is when we catch up on podcasts. And I'm like, well, if you have any connections to adoption, I have a adoption podcast with one of my friends. She was like, oh my God, I was adopted. I'm like, hold up. This is happening again. <laughs> like, I feel like that's been... Every happen conversation almost. Yeah. It's like someone has a connection or they were or whatever. She tells me that she was, and I think both of her brothers were. She yeah. and I talked again this week. Uh, so she and I were talking yesterday in the locker room while we were cleaning Another girl was in there just like had showered and was getting ready to go. And this girl's like, you have a podcast about adoption? Oh my gosh, my dad has adopted. I was like, here's another one. So shout out to Core Power Girl. I didn't get your name, but thanks for the follow. <laughs> subscribing to our podcast. It's just super exciting too, because it's like, you know, there's a ton of people out there. But again, mm -hmm. the resources are so slim. Right. When something does come up, it's like, oh my gosh, you, 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 it's... Well, and I was talking about that um, with uh, the one that I work with at Core Power about, like, documentaries. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you've ever seen any... There's definitely not any on Netflix, at least as of right now, that I've seen. There's a couple about, like, twins and triplets that are separated at birth. Yeah. That's kind of it, though. So, yeah, as far as things in the media, there is near to none... <laughs> Uh, as far as resources, so... Except that cute little boy. Did you see that? His whole class went oh, to his adoption. Oh, yes. Thing. That oh. was so cute. I love those stories. I just, like, I wish they got further. For sure. Because I feel yes. like they, they become very viral, but it doesn't... I don't know. I feel like there's no movement in the conversation. Yeah. Uh, another thing we wanted to mention that was just so timely... Uh, Super Bowl Sunday just happened a couple days ago, and Shakira, our... Favorite Colombian pop star was performing. They um, killed it on the halftime I show. I loved it. And you know, the best part of it all was... Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was very entertaining and unexpected. It definitely I really was. enjoyed it. It was a nice, like, Colombian yodel. Yes. <laughs> so, oh. yeah, we're feeling the Latina pride. That was really fun. And I guess now we can just go ahead and jump right into today's topic. Uh, as I mentioned, we do have a guest. So welcome, Elise. Uh, just want to give us a little introduction. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Elise. I am 29 years old. I am from 
northern Minnesota. I've been here for about 23 years. Um, I don't know. I'm adopted, so it's great. That's why she's here. <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> awesome. All right. So, and like we mentioned, uh, we work together, so we spend a lot of time together. It's pretty awesome. Well, I'm just going to dive right into questions. Um, okay. So you said you're 29. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've lived in Minnesota 23-ish, you said? Years? Uh, yeah, about 22, 23. I moved up here when I was seven. And was that when you were adopted? No, I have a little strange story, and I'll go into it. But go for it. Um, so I was brought up here uh, when I was seven. I w- grew up in Texas. I was born in Texas, and my uncle came down one year, and he was like, "Hey, do you want to come and visit?" And weird story. My brother had already been living up here with them for like five years so I didn't even really know my biological brother because oh. he was already living up here is he older than you it gets very weird yes he's five years older than me okay I knew that Minnesota had snow and <laughs> I was just like let's go and so I packed up I, I don't remember if it was like a Dora it, the Explorer backpack or whatever oh. it was but I literally had like a blanket and a dress and oh, we wow. got in the car my uncle my my dad now, but we got in, drove in his really big truck, and I just remember going state to state until we got up here, and I saw the snow, and I have not been back since. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, and going back to what you said about your uncle, your dad now, um, I was just thinking about this earlier, and I think, Erica, you're the same way. When we talk about our adoptive parents, should we just call them our parents, because they're our parents? (laughs) Yeah. Bio parents, fine. Yes, I, I never referred to my parents as my adoptive oh, parents. Oh, me, me neither. Mainly just for yeah. technicality. So just to put Same. that out of the way, if we're all good with that. So you said you came up here, but with the background on it, were you adopted right away? Or did it kind of happen later on once you knew you weren't going to go back down to Texas? I was not. Um, so my brother, who's five years older than me, he had already been living up here with my aunt and uncle. So from seven up until I was 18, we were just their guardianese. I don't know what you call them. Oh gosh, I'm not the opposite direction. (laughs) They were our guardians and my brother... Were they legal guardians? Yes. Okay. Legal guardians because we were enrolled in school and all of these things that they had to hold our hands through. So they had to be our legal guardians. Um, And... uh, some background there that was a little fuzzy for me, but I think there was some legalities and some issues with my biological parents who were not together. Okay. Um, but my brother waited until I was 18 before we were legally adopted so we could be adopted oh, together. Wow. Oh, that's yeah. so sweet. So it's weird because I've always thought of them as mom and dad since yeah. I was seven, but legally I have haven't been adopted for more than oh 10 gosh. years. That is so crazy. It is. Well, and what was the, um, I guess, what is the reason why, like, could you not, you said there was some legal stuff happening. Like, could you not have been adopted earlier? I think it was, so there's some legal things in there. And again, I was young, so my parents yeah. tried to shelter me from it as much yeah. as possible. But my biological parents, who weren't together, and... Had they ever been, like, relationshipy? I'm... 
maybe who knows but um, not as far as the story as, goes okay no not as far as i know and my brother and i have different dads oh, so okay. being five years apart my mom had my brother then she had me but at the time of my turn i guess um i i don't know they my biological parents so my mom and dad my biological dad had a family of his own mm which I didn't know much of. I think I've seen him in my life probably twice. And oh. my biological mother, she struggled financially. She struggled uh, mentally. There's just a lot of things happening there. And I think that my adoptive, adoptive parents, quote unquote, they struggled with her. And so it sounded like money was involved. And mm. my biological mom was actually still... And it sounds harsh, but she was reaping the benefits of me being her child. Sure. As far as, like, money, I guess it's child support or something yeah. like that. So, and, oh, yeah. so is that your mom's sister then? Is that how it's yes. related? Okay. You sneak. So, <laughs> you sneak. So, my um, adoptive mom is biologically my aunt. Okay. And her husband is my dad. So it's still very much family oriented. I know my biological mom. She's right. she's there, but I've kind of I don't want to say disassociated, but she's there. I know mm -hmm. her, but my parents are my parents. Sure. Okay. Does she ever come to family events? Like is she there like Christmas, things like that? We don't go, so like I said, I, I came from Texas, mm -hmm. um, so my family on my adoptive mom side or my side of the family, blood related, they're still all in Texas, mm -hmm. um, so when we go down to visit, which is not that often, as of lately, as I'm older and independent and I can financially go and visit, mm -hmm. uh, we'll go and see them and she's there, so it's usually around Christmas or maybe summer, 4th of July. Um, I'll see her, and she, I think to her it's more of we're still always going to be her children, but to us, we're adults. We grew up in a different environment now. Right. So, yeah, she's there. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we've kind of covered your relationship with your bio parents at this point. Uh, how has your relationship been like with your parents? Um... My parents are the most amazing humans that I know. Like, nobody's parents beat my parents. I'm sorry, everyone <laughs> out there. Like, um, I have the best... <laughs> I'm going to have to contest that, theory. <laughs> I have the best parents, and they've kind of been through, like, hell and high water, especially with two kids that were not biologically theirs, and we, we gave them a show. <laughs> from the beginning That's but so th cute. they're great they're so supportive in every way and as many times as we had bumps along the road more me than my brother um, they've always been there so yeah they're the best Aww. super close to my dad my mom although I don't like to admit it she's I'm so much like her I guess I should say dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a dad's girl sorry mom <laughs> oh my gosh that's so cute did they have any biological kids? They did. Um, my sister, she was born when I was 12 or 13. Um, it was their only biological child. 
but unfortunately she's no longer here, but I was super, super happy when she came along and I'm still so glad that she was a part of my life, but mm -hmm. yeah, that was Alex. She's my, my little nug. So, yeah. I didn't, yeah, I guess I, I know I'd heard a decent amount about your story, but I always kind of forget that it's, you weren't legally even adopted until you were 18. That's so crazy. It was a strange period. Trying to explain that to people was just like confusing. Cause I, we didn't really know, but we did and we tried to hide it. So Interesting. it was weird. And did huh. you have to explain it since you are, you know, a woman of color and your dad is white and your mom is also a woman of color, obviously, but mm -hmm. do people automatically just assume assume things or not like was it hard to hide I don't I don't know yes and no and I am so lucky my brother and I post moving from Texas and being up here for so long we have a very blended family Mm, so okay. I was always exposed to that and yes in the beginning from like seven to like grade school my friends, if I was close enough to them, and there's only probably a one or two, referred to um, my parents as mom, aunt, or dad, aunt, which was kind of funny, but to anybody else, we did have to explain, like, because we refer to them in a different way, so right. I, that'll be late, but... Um, yeah, it was a little weird at first, just getting used to it. Like, our teachers also knew that they were our aunt and uncle, but we referred to them as our parents. And right. But as far as, like, the race thing, my dad probably gets more of that weird stuff than yeah, I do. Sure. sense, actually. Yeah. I hadn't really thought of that. Me neither. Yeah. He doesn't. I know he keeps, like, a little photo in his wallet, and people are like, oh, who's that? And he's like, it's my daughter. Oh, my and God, that's so yeah. cute. Yeah, but no. No, it's been pretty straightforward. I had not thought of that. I'm honestly just, like, I can't believe I didn't think about that with the fact that Technically, your dad is, like, the outlier, at least visually, immediately. It's like... He is, but he's a token man of color, <laughs> what we call him in our family. Oh, my God, that is so cute. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You may have touched on this before, but I'm not quite sure. Did your... Or do your um, bio parents and your parents still communicate or have a relationship at all? Um, my mom, she's one of... Four other, one of five, excuse me. So she's the oldest sister. And we're all family. We all know each other, except for my biological dad. Hmm. They all still talk. It's not always peachy as far as the little that my mom lets me in on, but yeah. Interesting. That is just like a dynamic that I, I can't, I don't know, I can't wrap my head around it because it's not something that I know about. Like, obviously this is kind of, why we wanted to talk to you about all of mm -hmm. this since you are, first of all, a domestic adoption. It is within your family. You have like a, like a race component with mm -hmm. it, you know, it's, and you know, your biological mom, like there's a complete opposite than, us. yeah, we don't, yeah, we have a very different experience. So, um, you know, that's obviously why we wanted to have you on here so we could kind of understand a different side of things. Do you think it's affected you? Like as a kid or as an adult now, or is it more, do you think it affected more your parents? Because they had to go through all of the hardship with her sister and things like that. Yeah, I think both. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, my life would have been totally different. And for them, I think that they had this thing where knowing how rough it was growing up and my adoptive mom, she she grew up in the same environment I did before I moved from Texas here. So oh, I think it was a learning period for all of us where we were just trying yeah. to figure it out. But it worked and we... I think we nailed it. I think they did. (laughs) (laughs) It was definitely um, an interesting period. And I don't think anybody else has, well, I've not met many people that have a story like mine. It's a little different. It's very different. Way different than you guys. (laughs) (laughs) It is very weird. Mm -hmm. But it all ties together in a sense, you know, like we're all part of this big community where it's, It's, there are a lot of mm -hmm. unknowns, even Though you know so many things, that there's still a lot of unknowns that it's kind of like, what would it be like? What, where did I get this from? Is it more mm-hmm. how I grew up or was it more just embedded in me? And I'm lucky too, because I can ask yeah. and not everyone is so lucky. So I'm just really happy I have a little, it's weird, but it works. Feel free to turn down this question if you want to, but do you feel like you have some of those like quote-unquote run-of-the-mill like adoption issues that like Eric and I have kind of touched on as far as like either abandonment issues or identity issues or anything like that and obviously feel free to share as much as you're willing to that's a that's a really good question I think early on yeah I hated not having two parents that were biologically related to me and Mm -hmm. I, I was kind of a brat about it and as I got older and like I said my parents are troopers or champs they put up with just about all of it mm-hmm. and really helped build up my self-esteem and that this is where I belonged and right so not I wouldn't look back at that time right <laughs> no yeah you said you were possibly a little less well-behaved than your brother oh. <laughs> I think that's just the younger sibling in all of us <laughs> So we don't really know what our lives would be like, but you, in a sense, kind of do. And you touched on it a little bit, but with that being said, how do you feel about it? Um, I really don't think that anyone knows how they would end up. Um, but for me, uh, I, I have a pretty good idea of where I would have been. So I know... Now I'm 29, like I'm definitely on the positive side. I don't think I could have turned out better. (laughs) I don't know. I I see and I have a glimpse of what my old life could have been through uh, other relatives. Right. And so, yeah, I I think it's all positive. It might have been a little different, like... I miss some aspects of being down there with the other side of my family, but no, I don't think that it would have turned out worse by any means. Hmm. I'm super lucky. But like I said, nobody really knows how their life would have been. You could have made any turn right. in your life. I love that up. response. So. This is a question that just popped in my head the other day. And Erica and I, am like, I feel like we could talk about this, like just this topic for like a half an hour because... Now you've brought your perspective in. I didn't even think of the, about that. Me neither. It's kind of like, to me, it was like a yes or no question. Like, do you think your exactly. life would have been different? Yes. How would you feel about it? I don't know. Yeah. They, I mean, nobody really knows. 
I mean, I life. guess that goes for people who also <laughs> were, you know, just with their biological family. They don't know either. Right. They have no thing to compare it to. You just blew my mind, Elise. <laughs> Seriously. You know, I come to drop bombs. You're welcome. Any pizza. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. that's okay. Going back to one question I had, I just had a note jotted down here that I wanted to ask. And again, feel free to elaborate as much as you'd like to. I had mentioned the kind of run-of-the-mill adoption um, or adoptee issues. Do you feel any resentment towards anyone in the situation? Ooh. Wow, that's a loaded question. (laughs) 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 Well, I don't know. You guys like, and I don't know if this is the same for you. When you're young and you're like all angsty and yeah, there's resentment anyway. (laughs) Exactly. It's like isn't your it's like um what's what's the movie the movie that I like so much I get all emotional. It's like. It's like the Probably movie. Probably a lot of things. Oh, I don't know. know. <laughs> a lot of those. emotions. Chip? Oh, oh sad Inside face. Out. Yes. Inside out. Sad yes. face. You're so dumb. I, oh, sad face, really. <laughs> like sadness? Yes, it was that movie. The Whatever. reason that I relate to it so much is because that was exactly how I was. Being first super young and then teens or early teens and late teens. And I was just like, why couldn't my biological parents at some point get it together Mm -hmm. like this happened for my biological mom two of her kids ended up in the same situation and thank god that somebody saw maybe a different life for them and even a little bit of it even comes out an older me especially when I'm down there and I see her and I I love her she's always going to be the one that gave me life Mm-hmm. But at some point, I really did wish that she would have just like really gone all in. So that I don't know. I don't think I've ever shared it. So everyone knows now. <laughs> <laughs> if she did get her stuff together, would you go back with her in a second? Like, would you have no question on it? No, I don't think so. I don't hesitate with that one. I'm yeah. I'm very happy with how my life turned out, and I would never ever want to do that to my parents. I think they worked really hard to provide for us and this is where I, I belong. Nobody wants me anyway. I'm kind of a dead weight at this point. So oh my God, no. <laughs> but no. I, I think that it would have really helped build our relationship with me in my adult years, but I think that I'm good. Interesting. We made it. I mean that would have been mm-hmm. obviously like uh, we probably wouldn't be able to verbalize the answer when we were like fifteen. But the answer would be very different. Completely We would only just lash out. That would be our answer. But, you know, that's interesting to think about, like, the change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Especially as you've grown older and you haven't had these issues. You know, it probably, I don't know, maybe it gives a perspective of, I have it together. You know. Does anybody really have it together? Well, no. (laughs) Obviously not. I mean... I come to Erica's. Speak for, for yourself. Oh, oh my god! I was wow. just gonna use it as a bad example. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I don't know. And what about for you guys? Like, I know in like the teens, it would have kind of been a coin toss. Like either way, 
I was still kind of in between this is the life that I have now versus um, what I could have had. Mm. I kind of wanted to still be with all my cousins that were down south. And then I still had like all these things that I was getting. And I was really, Texas is, of course, the south. So I also had like a really thick accent that I had to adjust to. I didn't always talk like this all the time. (laughs) I was very, very Southern. So I had... My name is Elise. How may I help you today? (laughs) Elise. Um, So so yeah, I had that in between where I kind of wanted both both worlds. Like I wanted how I came into this world and how I was coming into the world. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess for me, it was like, Oh, man, in in the teen years, no one knows anything. <laughs> We're all a complete mess, and everyone looks back and is like, "Oh my god, what did I do? Like this was the worst." Seriously, it's so yeah. And so I'm just like, I don't know. Sometimes I'm just like, I must have been really terrible because I was just having unusual, not run of the mill issues that just a normal adolescent would. I feel like for me, what has always been the issue is like identity. That has been. I don't even know how long, but it's like, cause I don't have an issue with like, I quote unquote blend in with my family enough. I have curly hair, but it's never like stuck out to a point where it's like one of these things is not like the other, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like, there's not that component necessarily. People don't really think about it. So that I've always kind of avoided, I suppose, as far as what other people would say or think or whatever, or assume, but I mean, still to this day, there's the unknown right. that I don't know. And it's like, that's, you know, I think going to be a continuous, you know, issue or like emotional burden, I suppose, if you want to call it that. And that I think as a teenager, especially is really hard to navigate. I think that's like the really, a really big thing. I'm sure that was really big for you as well. Just like, for sure, oh, figuring out like you're from the South, like there's just a lot of different contrast but Mm -hmm. Erica any input on your side the identity thing is kind of just like sticking with me I think that secretly is how it's always been for me but again a lot of those things I just hid I didn't even dig deep enough to be like this is kind of why do you think you just couldn't put like a name to it or something or just like I think I just purposely hid it like I just wanted it to not be a thing sure so I just kind of made it not a thing but looking back it's like for sure that's what it was. And of course that's why I wanted to find my birth mom at age 16. Because it's right. like, I need to know. Like, these are the years where I'm going through so many changes. Like, who, yeah, who yeah, am I? Yeah, Honestly. Uh-huh. But it's just something about it wasn't like that, this square peg. Blood. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how well, to. Well, and that's the thing is like, because I, as much as I can verbalize identity issues, like, mm-hmm abandonment issues, things like that. As much as I can verbalize that, what does that mean? I have no idea. Yeah. Like, and now that I've met my birth mom, it all made so much more sense. I don't know how to put it in words, how it made sense or how I feel, but it's just like, it made all my questions or feelings complete. Mm -hmm. I mean, it opened doors to new things that I didn't think I'd feel or think about, but... I look at my parents as, wow, you are my parents. You did so much for me. Like, that's it. Blank. You know, right. I think it was more just growing up, me and my mom 
always would get in arguments because I'm I was that teenager. I was <laughs> were we all? Like, yes. Why we're friends? <laughs> people with their parents where it's like uh, a friend and her mom were like best friends and I'm like do I not have that because I'm adopted Mm -hmm. I think that's where the disconnect disconnect was but then I think it was just me being that age I don't think it literally had nothing to do with my parents because right it sounds like it was like have to do with like the age but also the age that you did meet your birth mom those happened to it was just a, a really confusing time between I'd say like 13 to 18 Finally got my oh. stuff together. Raise your hand if you're still confused. <laughs> no one can see us. <laughs> Joke's on you. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is interesting. I that don't is know. very interesting. That's something I've always wondered about, like, domestic adoption, is if, I don't know what kind of those types of issues could coincide or, like, even affect you more. Like, I don't know. I feel like when I say abandonment issues, I have nothing to go off of. I have no specific, like, memory or reason or way that I can reason with myself as to why. But it's like, I don't know, as as a domestic adoptee, that is such a different light. Mm-hmm. Completely different lens that we, you know, I can't even grasp. I don't know what that's yeah. like. I have no idea. Because, like, my parents are like yours. Like, they're, they're great. You know, we got those great Midwestern parents that... You know, really knew what they were doing. Still together to this day. Had really good jobs. Had a... I have a sister that's four years older than me. Who, I mean, she was pretty terrible growing up. <laughs> are they all? Like, all her siblings are yuck. Yeah, but I was the worst. Oh, my God. Whenever she would have friends over, I would go into her room and hang her bras from the ceiling fan. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I would that's do the so same stuff with my brother, but not his bras. It would be... <laughs> What? It would be his underwear. I just try to, I would just try to embarrass him, and it worked. But <laughs> and he's how many years older than you? Six. Six. Okay, mm-hmm. kind of remember. So our stories again are like super similar. Mm-hmm. With which I think it's that is a very dy- common thing dynamic. anyway. Yeah. yeah. All right. So covering just kind of. I guess I was not expecting you to turn the questions back on us, but I kind of love it. No, it's good. I think it's. Uh, especially good to just kind of get the contrast together and talk through it and just see what everybody's about and all of that. Another question that I had, I don't know if there's, I don't know what there would be as far as this, so you can kind of maybe explain some of this to me. Have there been any stereotypes about adoption that you've experienced at all? What do you mean? I just, I mean, as far as, I don't know, I feel like, have people assumed things about, like, your emotions at all or felt like they couldn't, like, that it had to tiptoe around certain subjects at all? Yeah, which is weird. Like, people are so awkward about things they don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I know for a time, and again, this is all behind me, and for the people that I experienced it with, they're either in my life and have learned or they're not in my life and they'll never learn. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, a lot of people for a long time didn't know how to address my child to parent relationship. Like, mm. oh, your uncle? Or I was like, no, that's my dad. Like that kind of thing was really, really strange. And whenever they would talk about like younger, talking about their family issues and like all these problems. And I remember somebody really making me feel like, because my parents were not biologically 
mom and dad like, yeah. um, that I couldn't understand, like, how their parents didn't understand them. And I was just, like, I was so young, and I, I didn't have the... Uh, the conversation to give them like really a excuse my French a piece of their own ass because I was like no that doesn't make any sense like I understand just as well as you what it is to have a disagreement or go through things with your family or your parents specifically and right. being made to feel like I didn't because I am adopted that was hurtful yeah but beyond that no that's interesting I don't keep people like that in my life do you have any feelings on having kids of your own, whether it's biologically or adopting or not at all? Um, yes. I want to do it all. Mm. All if I can. I want to have like a whole Angelina Jolie, <laughs> Brad Pitt situation. <laughs> I want to have kids from all over the country that are my adopted kids, that are my kids, excuse me, not adopted kids. Um, I want to have kids of my own. I just, I think adoption is a beautiful thing. So everyone should experience it, given like if it. they want to. <laughs> I guess in regards to that, with that point of view, what are some things that you would want people to realize about adoption? Not to beat around the bush, adoption is hard. You will go through it with your family, with your parents, um, but it's rewarding to be an adopted child and to I'm I can't speak for my parents but there will be questions and you either will be comfortable with answering them or you'll just struggle so until you open up and really accept your life as an adopted child you'll struggle so that sounds really dark I don't know. <laughs> no, but I that like, sounds, it sounds I really like dark. Answer, because I, I think that's a hundred. It's not putting like flowers true. and rainbows on it. You have to be that's open. I think you you, you have to be open, and you don't have to be like so transparent that your your life is just kind of out there. But adoption is not an easy life or lifestyle. It's it can be, but you have to get there, and you really have to work through mm-hmm. things. But it's great. <laughs> I'm all for it. So I think one thing just with that and like your last uh, answer was just like addressing the fact that adoption is not a last resort. No. I don't no. think anything makes me angrier than... I mean, that's covered a lot on TV shows. When people try and try and try to have kids, they can't. They have to adopt. That's... That's to me, awful. that is the only thing that I see, except for on This Is Us, and that was kind of a coincidental I thing. I love that show. And, like, I haven't even gone through it, because it, I need, I don't even know, I need, like, brain You gotta be stuff. emotionally ready for uh, Amen. <laughs> but even in the beginning, it's like, how is it 2020, and that seems to be the first show that has adoption as, uh, I don't even know, I, I guess... I think I know what you mean. I would really want to be blended. I would want to start and say, like, hey, I, I adoption would be my first choice of some biological chid, kid chids. <laughs> kid, kids mixed in there, but I, I don't think, you're right, adoption should not be a last resort kind of thing. That's, I don't know, it's weird. I feel like it's really just has been portrayed as that so many hmm. times. 
Like all the movies, everything. That's why so I, many things. Like that's what made us start this too. It's like we didn't have any. Yeah, we have no characters to go off of. Yeah. You know, there's very little either fiction or nonfiction that is out there that is obvious. I think there was one book that I read in high school by this author who is from St. Paul. So it was like basically based in my neighborhood now, which is super cool. The main character is trying to find his birth mom, Mm -hmm. you know, and then this is us is there, but like even watching friends, you know, Chandler and Monica, they're, you know, trying to have a baby forever and then they can't. So then they go to adoption. So it's like, there's so many situations of that. I can't think of, oh, well, Grey's Anatomy. That's another one. There's a lot of those situations, you know, where it's just not portrayed in the light that I would want, like, that you're talking about, Elise. Why wouldn't people just want to, like, blend their family? Just, like, so your kids, whether they be biologically yours or not, they just have all aspects of the world, kind of, in your one unit. And that's kind of how I look at it. Like, mm-hmm. I would just want to have... Kids all over. <laughs> right. No, I, I would be the same way. Like mm-hmm. if, you know, I, I've had a lot of friends say that they would want to adopt mm-hmm. and eventually using me as a resource, <laughs> which is kind of funny. I'm like, they'll go to Risa camp in the summer, talk about adoption for a good solid week and it'll be great. Can we actually start that? <laughs> That'd that, be kind of fun. That That'd be, be awesome. a thing. Well, it, it shouldn't be taken lightly, but I think that you're right. Adoption as a last resort, that's insane. I don't understand it. I probably never will. Well, and I think, like, with your idea of just, like, it being a blended family, I love that so much because it's not, like, there's nothing to hide. There's absolutely nothing to hide. It should be, you should be as prideful in where you came from as mm-hmm. your your actual color as to where you came from. Right. You know, I don't think that there should be any sort of difference with that. And I think teaching both the parents, the kids, the friends of the kids, extended family, every single person, they can all learn something from your family not being blood related. Cause like I've never been in the same room as someone with the same blood as me. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's just kind of a component that I have, but there's no, like, I don't have a problem with it. It's just who I am. It's like, I have the same love and compassion for friends as my family. That's awesome. I think adoption is a growing, um, it's a growing experience. It's an opportunity for people around you to learn what they don't know. Mm-hmm. So, absolutely. Thanks so much for sharing your story. I think that really opened a light for me. I, Same. Again, have no experience with domestic, with in-family. I mean, it's all a whole new tunnel of adoption honestly mm-hmm. for sure and we're just so excited that you are here with us to explain your story and kind of give that outlet on that but do you have any questions for us so given how different our experiences are so between the three of us and you two although similar still different mm-hmm. for let's say someone that is younger what advice would you give them as far as how to how to handle things just as a general sense and I know we don't have the final answers on it but just a stepping stone of what to what to really consider how to even converse with their their parents out there just like a little piece of advice 
I think for me, since I did try to hide it pretty much my entire life, um, just be open with it. I think being open with it, like being open with it now made me realize what was I hiding it for, you know? Everyone who's in my life, who is my family, loves me for me, whatever I say or how I feel, they obviously didn't know. And that's not going to change their views on me. They, It made us closer. It's making us closer. Mm -hmm. And I think... That's a big thing. Just be open. Be open with your friends. Be open with your family. Be open with yourself, you know. It's a big journey and step in your life, but be proud of it, too, you know. Being adopted is not a bad thing. I would say going off of that as... Because a lot of that can be really difficult because I don't think I'm as open as I would like to be, necessarily. This very weird subject that if I talk to friends that are not adopted about it, it's still... There still seems to be, like, a layer that's very, like, they're observing it. It's just them observing what's going on. And that's as much as they'll ever do. And for me, kind of what, with going off of what you said, it's, like, being open, but also realizing there will always be a part that's a mystery. Yes. And I think accepting the fact that there is you know, some sort of mystery in being okay with being it. Okay. Yeah. I would say that would, you know, as thinking about younger adoptees, like that definitely gives it a good perspective just mm -hmm. because that's who we're doing it for. Well, Elise, I would just really like to thank you for being as open as you were with all of our questions. Thank you guys so much. It's always fun to talk to others who have a similar experience mm -hmm. as me. So I'm all for it. Thank you so much for all the likes and listens and just kind of questions and reaching out to us. We have officially hit over 100 listens on our meet our host. Episode one, I think. Yeah. Yeah, episode one. And so we're just growing as a, a group here and we're just really excited about that and all the connections we have already made. Again, follow us on Instagram. We are going to maybe do a live video coming up here soon, so don't want to miss out. Follow us, like us, subscribe. Until next time.